Hey everyone, welcome to the Grind Together podcast. We're the Grinders. I'm Lauren. And I'm Matt. And on this podcast, we want to create opportunities for growth through real conversation. Let's go. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> I hope you're not hungover. And oh, if you gosh. are. I actually don't know what a hangover really feels like, so it's fine. All right, there you go. Yeah, but I hope you're having a great 2024, and I hope that this Monday you've kicked it off with everything you've needed today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, if you're the goal setter, I hope you set your goals. <laughs> I and do, I, you, And if you like created the board, I hope it's inspirational. I do. Or if you right? wrote them down, or maybe you didn't do them at all, and you were like, not we've, this year. We've been through every single one of those phases, yes. so. But today, I don't really know if I want to talk to you about goals. Um, <laughs> I think they're wonderful and I think they're great. And uh, they make me depressed 95% of the time because I don't feel like I've achieved what I really set myself out to really do and I'm not a good person and all the things, right? Yeah. But he, what's the but, but there? <laughs> oh, well, that leads me into like exactly what I kind of want to talk about. I haven't told you this. Uh-oh. But... Okay, there's a couple things I want to talk about. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, number one. That leads me into my new favorite quote for this year that I think I'm going to frame and put somewhere. Okay. Is that we talk about this a lot when it comes to um, sex and intimacy and relationships and all these things, right? Most of the DMs that you and I get yeah, or like the things that we struggle with in our relationship, the very most, is feeling like we need to fix the other person and feeling like my wife isn't having sex with me as much. And so like, what do I need to do so that she will have sex with me more? Yeah. Or like, what do I need to do so that my partner, like I have a higher sex drive than my partner and there's something wrong with them. Those kind of things. Right. Okay. And going into this year, <laughs> one of my new favorite quotes is that people don't need to be fixed. They need to be explored. Ooh, okay. And hold on. Okay. Talk about that for a second. I mean, if you actually think about that, yeah, you, I mean, as an individual, I don't need to be fixed. I just need to explore myself. Yeah. And that's one of the things wow. I hate most about goals is that you're literally, I mean, I don't, I shouldn't say I hate them because like I'm going to set them because I, I kind of like them. But I think in the past, and I think that anybody that doesn't like setting goals just knows that they're not going to put the work behind what they need to actually be doing to actually achieve the goal. Yes. Right. Or it's like, it seems really hard. It seems daunting. It's, it's all the things, right? But when it comes to that, it's that like at the end of the year, like I went today and like re-looked at all the things that I put on my goal board last year. Yeah. And like, I didn't accomplish a lot of, I mean, I accomplished some of them, but not a lot of them. And some of them I came really, really close, but like I didn't like hit. Okay. And I just feel like, okay, I have to fix something within, I have to fix myself in order to be able to achieve those things. And if we're being completely honest, mm -hmm. most of those things on that board or on that note in my phone have been on there and I've been a constant thing I've stuck on that damn thing since I was like 17. Really? So like I'm 31. <laughs> I don't do <laughs> math very well, long. but that's yeah. a long freaking time. Yeah. Like that's a long time to not like... Like I have put, I want to be good at journaling literally since I was like, I'm not kidding you, 17 or 18. I'm not good at it. So what's the reason that you think that you keep putting it on there then? 
Because I want to be good at it. Why? I don't know. Because I think it will help me somehow. Okay. But it's not helping. So anyways. Yeah. Well, I just want I wondered what it the, might help. I wonder what I the why behind that know. was. But yeah. But like, again, I'll probably put it on because I like there's like a part of me. There's like deep down. I really want to do it. Mm-hmm. It just I'm not I'm not willing to put forth like the effort into Perfect. actually there we go. Yep. doing it. Mm-hmm. But that's the exploration part of it. Where it's like, I don't need to be fixed. Like, I don't need to fix myself. There's not something wrong with me because I'm not good at journaling. Or there's not something wrong with me because I have a lower sex drive than you. Okay. I just need to explore that. Um, And that jumps into the next part of what I wanted to talk about. I'm so curious what you're going to say because I have no idea. (laughs) I'm kind of nervous to talk about this because it's actually very vulnerable for me. Okay. And you because it includes you too. All right, here we go. So, um, we talk so much about, oh my gosh, like I'm like making this seem so dramatic and it's really not. (laughs) (laughs) We talk a lot about sex and intimacy, like across all boards, right? Like that's what we love Mm -hmm. and that's what we're passionate about. And we are like in the thick of it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm fucking postpartum, right? And so my sex drive's like, non-existent i don't know about other people out there but like between nursing and birthing a child out my vagina i like like things change and we've talked about this before yeah things change and they feel different and it's like a learning curve and like every time we have sex i'm like fuck that like that hurts or like and then so i have to tell you and i'm like okay that's not comfortable so like and it has nothing to do with you okay i could blame it on you Make it easier. It has nothing to do with you, right? So poor uh, you and me. <laughs> we went like two weeks this, like recently without having sex. Like yeah. past my six week mark. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I knew like it's bad when I know how long it's been since <laughs> I've had sex. Because I don't keep track of it as like well as you do. And I was like, oh no, it's been a while. Like, and I know it's been a while. And just for you, you just hadn't thought about it. No, I had. Okay. But this is like the kicker. I had thought about it, mm-hmm. but I was very much in my head. Okay, cool. As far as like, oh, I don't feel like I look good or what? Yes. I don't feel like I look good. Truthfully, like right now, it's like, it takes so, it doesn't take a long time to have it be enjoyable, but like. I don't know what is going on with me hormonally, but like it is, it's a lot to like get there. Like a, so I would like say orgasm or to even like get to the point where you like want to have sex or what are you saying? Oh, the hiccups. No, I want to have sex. I think then, sorry. I think the number one <laughs> thing for me is physical appearance yeah. of, which is like so funny that we put that post out this week about you know like I don't feel I don't feel attractive I don't remember exactly the wording but like I don't feel attractive and it's affecting my sex life yeah because for me that's the number one thing mm-hmm. number one I can pick apart everything and you can tell me over and over and over again like oh my gosh you look so good and all these things and I'm like do I like I <laughs> like I got cellulite on my butt I've got like I could pick my body apart over yeah. and over again or like we're having, I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody, <laughs> but like you're, ha- has this, okay, has this happened to you as a guy? 
I genuinely want to know this. Are you ready? Yeah. Like we're having sex and something happens and you catch like a glimpse of your body somehow and you're like, oh gosh, has that ever happened to you? Yeah, actually it has. It has? Uh-huh. Oh, that actually makes me feel so much better about <laughs> myself. That makes me feel like I have a friend. Okay. I'm going to give a tip out there. Okay. I'm like notorious for doing this. Kind of. Good, I said, go for it. I said the other day, it's not like I give people like actual sex advice and here I am doing it. Um, if the, if your if your boobies are large or maybe they sag a little, um, they don't necessarily sit as proper and as plump as they once were. And they are a little bit, you know, saggy titties there. <laughs> and your partner likes to, uh, do it doggy style or maybe you like doggy style or you're doing it doggy <laughs> style and the titties are hanging like udders. Just hold a pillow. <laughs> There's nothing worse than like being in that position and your boobs being down and they like look like udders. Okay. So sorry. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I catch a glimpse and I'm like, no, mm-mm. that's not happening. So the pillow goes there. So hug the pillow. Yeah. It makes them plump. You don't have to look at them like swinging. You can still get it on greatly. Okay. That's my sex tip well, of so- the day of the episode. I'm going right. to start doing sex. I'm. It's 2024. I'm going to start each episode with a sex tip or something. <laughs> That's a great idea. I would love that. Anyway, sorry. No, I would but love anyways, that. But anyways, so yes. So yeah, we went a long time without having sex. Yes. And um, and it's interesting because in those times, like you, I mean, we've gone through ups and downs in our, in our sex life and the communication is always there where it's like, hey, I know we need to have sex whatever it is right because for us like sex is it's not that like we need to have sex like that's actually not true i would say every couple needs to have sex because it connects you on a different level like when we are not physically intimate with one another yeah it's the the connection is not as strong in my opinion well statistically males connection happens sexually and females happens emotionally yeah and so um if you bring that to a relationship there might and that might be different for for various couples out there right but if you bring that to a relationship you know that the like a male myself the way that i want to connect with you intimately the majority of the time is is physical yeah and for you it's like i know i actually want to communicate with you and i want to like talk to you and and connect emotionally Mm -hmm. and so when those two worlds clash it can be difficult Super difficult. And so, I mean, we've come up with a couple of things that help us a lot and that have helped a lot of our, like the people that we talk to, but in all reality, like we still are in the thick of it a yeah, lot. Yeah. And so we went through this two week period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like doing this practice that I had read in this book where I was like trying to spend more time naked, which is one of the things that we, that's, oh, that's like that we a talked huge about on advice. our post. Yeah. Um, and one of the, th- well, she doesn't say just spend more time naked. She, she talks about dancing naked. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like things are going to clap and jiggle. And like, <laughs> I don't really know if I want to watch myself Yeah. in that realm. And I was kind of like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And so I like started, like I did it in private. Like it's not an open show yet. It probably will turn into one, mm. but it's very much like I'm in the shower, shut the door, music goes on loud, like just a song that makes you happy and you're just dancing however it, it also helps sometimes with if your toddler's there. I don't know why. Like, okay. Cal is like my pump man. Yeah. He's jamming with me. He's done like a couple mornings with me, which is fun. 
Um, and he has no clue like what's going on. Um, and so that's kind of fun there. Um, but with that being said, after we like were, we had sex and I was like, no, this like needs to happen. I really want this to happen. And it was great. Um, we had a conversation just about like me. Right. And, and mm-hmm. it was so nice to have a conversation about like, Hey, I'm sorry that, you know, for me to say like, Hey, I'm really sorry that it's been a while. Yeah. Um, and for you not to be like, yeah, I know. Or like be met with so much like shame and, and judgment more than just like understanding of like, and like there was a part of me that's like, you're just trying to be nice. Like, and yeah, maybe you don't care. Like the insecure part of me was like, he doesn't care. And like, oh my gosh, like what's, why does he not, why does he not care anymore? And like <laughs> all of these things, right? When in reality, you were just trying to give me a little bit of grace because like I am going through this and I was able to say to you like, I'm not super happy with my body, but you were able to help me be like, okay, cool. Like, well, when, when were you or when have you been? And it was like, oh, and that's the exploration part of it. We're like, I had to get really, really honest with myself mm-hmm. and be like, I don't really know. Like I don't. Wow. And that's super sad for me to say of like, yeah. I don't, I don't know when I was super happy with my body. I don't know. Like, and I don't think I could tell you when, and I tried to like say a date or like a time and you were like, no, you weren't happy with your body then. And mm-hmm. it still affected our sex life. And so like if we're talking goals and new year and going into this, you know, creating more intimacy and, and, and self awareness in your relationship for me, this next year, a big thing for me is just like loving my body where I'm at right now. Okay. And like, I had, I told you that I read this like Instagram post that I loved because I've shared this in other episodes where it was like. What does Lauren need? Like every day, ask yourself the question, like, what do you need? What do you want? Right. And so this Instagram post was like, I asked myself what I needed today as I got in the shower. And I thought that my body would tell me that it needed more water or needed more sleep or needed more rest or needed exercise or needed, you know, a fancy new outfit. And instead it whispered like very, very softly, like just love me in the state that I'm in right now. Wow. Very cool. And I think for me, I was like, I needed Super to hear that as well. Yeah. Like it's hard work. And I'm like, sit, literally sitting here and I'm like in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And so like, if you're going through it, just know like it's, it's, it's normal. Like sex drives are, are like a freaking roller coaster. And well, do you want to do something fun? Oh my gosh. What? Can I ask you questions? Oh gosh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would, I would honestly. It's always so scary when you do this to me. No, it's okay. I mean, it's the same thing we do to our clients. And I mean, like, I'll sit down and I'll, let's do it. Um, Because if you want to get to the root source of like why you actually have a little bit of body dysmorphia, then we could. Right? Okay. And so, and I think that would, I mean, it would help anybody to figure that out for themselves. Okay. And backtracking and exploring who you really are, what answers come up for you. Um, like that's that, that's where like the real conversation starts, right? Let's go. Okay. I'm ready. Um, I'm kind of scared. No, you're okay. I'm so, you okay, just go. <laughs> okay, go. Um, did you ever have anybody in your life that actually put you down? Oh yeah, all the time. Okay. 
as far as your body though goes like was there everybody like when you were little or teenage years boyfriends anything like that that actually mentioned something about your body that you can remember yeah okay what comes up for you um i can't remember how old i was Mm -hmm. um but i remember the first time i ever thought my legs were fat perfect like sitting down like yeah um it's like a lot of the reasons like I even now like wearing shorts like I like if I sit with shorts on like I will like typically lift my leg like my heel up yeah I won't lay it flat to the ground or like lay my leg flat because my thigh looks bigger where were you I don't remember I remember I was pretty young though okay and I don't remember if it was just me being like oh my legs are fat or like if somebody 12 13 probably I think I was younger than that okay yeah I was probably oh wait well there's that Mm -hmm. I know for sure like definitely for sure I know that this was a big thing for me in Mm -hmm. the sixth grade for some weird reason our PE teacher weighed all of us I'm in front of each other and I was like a I'm gonna say bigger girl but I wasn't like chubby I don't even know if I really want to use that word because I don't like really want to like shame anybody yeah um I was just very tall I was very tall I was like a little I mean like I always tease like I'm like I look like this since I was in the sixth grade I kind of have like yeah. give or take my boobs and like all of that okay. very much very much of like a mature bill <laughs> at a young age um and I was tall like I've been five six but five, they seven like stood you up in then. front of everybody and weighed you guys yeah they like were doing like body mass index and like right like the like the PE teaching stuff, you yeah. how to like be healthy mm-hmm. I don't think they realized how negatively it affected us because again being a girl who was bigger bigger yeah taller just thicker I guess thick um <laughs> I got on the scale and I remember to this day I weighed 103 pounds okay and all my friends weighed like in the 80s and the in the high like in the lower 90s and there were boys that I liked that like weighed less than I did and I was just like and everybody heard it and I remember we did it before lunch and um I <laughs> look at you you're just smiling at me um I remember like the comments I got after like being weighed on the scale and being like, oh my gosh, like I'm fat, like I'm fat, like I, I'm like, like I should be more like these other girls or whatever. Um, and uh, that day, I remember I didn't eat lunch because I was like, I can't eat lunch because if I eat, if I eat lunch, I'm just gonna get more fat. Um, which that goes into like my unhealthy relationship with food that I know that I have. Um, and then like, I, I don't know how, but like somehow the school called my mom and my mom caught word of it. And so then like it had to have this huge conversation about how like the PE teacher shouldn't have done that. And like, I actually am at a healthy weight for how tall I am and all these things. And so it was just like all these things. But again, it was like the peer aspect of it. It wasn't necessarily like what society said or like, this is what's healthy for how tall you are or whatever. It was like, no. This is what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing and what I'm looking at. And like, I grew up, we grew up in a society that like being really, really, really skinny mm-hmm. was very like attractive. Like I'm grateful that we now live in a world a little bit better. That's like a little bit better about body positivity and like 
But I still think it's like a big thing. But you even learned that from somewhere, right? What? Like you learned that from Disney Channel movies. You learned that from being on the internet. You learned that being skinny was something to aspire to. Oh, yeah. And so when you weren't that in that moment, that's what actually brought you down. It's interesting how you can recall that because you haven't told me that story ever in our whole entire relationship, right? It's interesting how you can recall that um, because that's inside of you. You can remember the weight that you were. You can remember them calling you fat. You can remember the people that you liked that weighed less than you. All of these details that may or may not be blocked in you, right? That's actually what's coming out for you right now in our relationship sexually. Yeah. Because you've even had those conversations with me where you're just like, well, no, I'm not going to eat lunch right now because like, I don't want to, I don't want to gain weight. Like I'm really hungry. I want a bowl of cereal, but I'm not going to do that because then I won't reach my goals. Right. Yeah. Um, things like that. It's a small snippet and I'm so glad that like you went there. Right. Because there's so many answers inside of you for the things that are coming out for you right now. And that's for everyone. Oh my hell. I wasn't going to share this. (laughs) But what I want you to understand (laughs) from like, hold on to what you have. Yeah. What I want you to understand from what you just did, right? Because you were actually able to unlock what was inside of you, externalize it through your mouth, right? Through your throat chakra, like what we like to say. Mm -hmm. Um, And then actually emote. Yeah. And the emotion is what heals. You're able to release that, right? Um, the acknowledgement and the emotion behind it is a part of healing. And so when we talk about like, do your inner work or talk about your spiritual self, it's literally asking those questions to yourself, being able to communicate it and, and emote. So good job. It was amazing. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to, maybe I should just save it for a different episode. I don't know. Um, no, I mean, okay. Ugh, screw it. Whatever. Whatever. You've like spilled all your dirty laundry on this podcast. It's about time I do, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I might just cry through the whole thing because like, why not? Oh, I really wasn't planning on sharing this. This is like, okay, whatever, whatever. I hope it helps somebody. Um, So going off of like body dysmorphia and body like negativity and all those things. um, We like are now in a day and age. I feel like it's a lot more acceptable to like do things to your body to feel good about them, right? Yeah. Like get a boob job or get lipo or get a nose job or whatever it is that you want to do. If you can financially do it, like you should do it. And I'm like a hundred percent. I always have been very, very supportive of those things. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, for a really long time, um, I have always struggled with like my weight and with, mm-hmm. um, feeling confident in my body like we've talked about. Um, and I think this is why I share like that. It's more of like a mental thing than an actual physical thing, because I've done everything I can to lose weight and to be happy with my body and to do all these things. And like, I still have insecurities and I still have things that I don't love about my body. Um, and one of the biggest things for me was like, uh, I, so I did pageants growing up Mm -hmm. and do well. And when I did pageants, I got, I got, pretty thin but I did a healthy way like I was like dieting I I think it was healthy I had a trainer and he was like awesome um I couldn't eat like anything other than like I swear lettuce and like Powerade Zero that's fun oh it wasn't fun um but I got really I got pretty thin then um 
so to give people context, like I'm five seven, I'm like more of like a I don't know. You guys have seen pictures of me. You know what I look like. Whatever. <laughs> um. So doing pageants, I got pretty thin. The second time, or doing Miss Utah, I got the first time I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just went and competed. Um. Second time, got really thin. Um. You came home from your mission. We got married, and with getting married, I got on birth control because we were gonna have sex and I didn't <laughs> want to get pregnant right away yeah um and so I got I got on birth control and uh birth control threw my hormones completely out of whack and I started gaining weight like crazy mm-hmm. like my wedding dress almost didn't fit in between like a three-week time period because of how much weight I had put on just because of the birth control like I was pretty good about yeah like what I ate and exercising and all of that um and so going, well, then we had a baby too. And yeah, so then I got pregnant and during that pregnancy, I gained, oh, probably 80, 90 pounds. I don't even know how much weight I gained. I think we have a rule. We don't have a scale in the house, um, because I have issues there. Um, and, uh, and so after we had our first baby, I was like, oh, like I'll lose the weight again. It'll be easy. And it wasn't easy. And it was really, really hard. And sometimes I go back and I look at pictures of that person and I'm like, oh, I want to give her like a big, big, big hug because she was like so uncomfortable. And she like, I almost don't recognize myself back then just because, and I don't actually have a lot of pictures of myself because I was so uncomfortable with how I looked. Yeah. Um, and uh, I tried everything. Like I tried every like weight loss thing you could think of. I ordered all the things. I did all the shakes. I did all the fasts. I did everything. I'm never, I've never been good about going to the gym. So I will say that. But I was always <laughs> like, abs are made in the kitchen. Like if I just change my diet, like I, I'll lose weight. Like it's okay. Don't have to be so good about going to the gym all the time. And so I would go to the gym or I wouldn't go to the gym, but I'd try to eat healthy. And then like I wouldn't because of my relationship to food and like Normal, that's yeah. my coping mechanism. I still to this day, like I love, I love a good meal. I love food. It's gotten better, but like there's a lot that's wrapped around my relationship with food that I've realized like with us coaching, <laughs> it's interesting, like going to coaching and yeah. even bringing that up. And I'm like, wait, hold on. I got a it's lot of issues around and food. Love. Yeah. And so, um, Bodhi was probably like a year and a half old, two years old. Yeah. I don't even know how old. And I approached you and I was like, I think I want to do weight loss surgery. And you were like, no, I don't think that's a good idea. And I was like, okay, well, it's a lot of money and we don't really have any money. So, okay, you're that right. That's not what I said. Yes, it is the first time. Okay. And then you gave it a couple weeks. And I actually have pictures of myself because I was going to start like this weight loss challenge with like some like lady on Instagram or something. Oh, I did say that because I was really scared of like the procedure. You were. Yeah. And uh, I was like... I had you take pictures of me and I have them still on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like in my like leggings and my sports bra. And like, I had you take pictures of me. And I remember at that time I wouldn't wear shorts because I was like so self-conscious about my legs. Yeah. And, uh, I think it was probably a couple days after that we were sitting in Bodhi's room playing with him and you were like, Hey, uh, if you want to go do weight loss surgery, like I think you should. And I was like, what? And you're like, yeah. And I'm like, Okay, done. And I like <laughs> called and we like did the little um, appointment together that like you go to um, 
and we had a lot of, I had a lot of questions around it. Like, could I still have kids and could I nurse and could I yeah. like do all these things if I got this? I didn't want to like completely alter my life completely. Um, and so I think it was like maybe between that time and I don't even know. It was probably, I feel like it was like not even a week, probably two weeks. I, uh, scheduled my surgery to get a lap band and I did that. And, and I remember like the recovery was hell. Um, and it sucked and uh, it took me a long time to lose weight though. And so the thing that I loved about the lap band that like was so attractive to me about it was that it's something that I can, I can adjust at all the, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, I can remove it. I can take all the liquid out of it if I want to. Um, and it seemed like the best situation for me, um, still being able to reach my goal. And I'm sh- and I'm like, if you have anything negative or mean or whatever to say about it, because I have kept this, oh, a secret for how many years now? I mean, Bodie's eight. So seven years now. Yeah. I haven't told anybody. I think last year was the first year I finally started telling close friends. My family was the only people that really knew about it. Um, I got to the point where I couldn't lie to people anymore when they would ask me on Instagram, like how I was losing so much weight. I like just didn't feel okay about it like for a really long time i would be like i just watched what i eat and yeah. i'm like fuck you like no because if i were that other person asking <laughs> and i have been that person that's like how are they doing that i would want an honest answer and so i finally was like i can't lie to, i can't lie to these women or men who are reaching out and asking like how are you, how do you look, like, how did you lose this weight after you had your baby? I'm struggling. And so instead of saying to them, like, oh, I'm just watching what I eat. And like, oh, nursing's really helping because that's a fucking lie. Like, I have the appetite of like a 5,000 pound man when I'm nursing. No, I had weight loss surgery. And it was the best damn thing I've ever done in my entire life. Other than marry you and have kids. <laughs> because it helped make things a little bit easier for me. And isn't that what we all want in life? Is for things to just be a little bit more easier. But I kept it secret for so long because I was so afraid of the judgment and the shame and the guilt and all the things that were gonna come from it. Shit, like I teach I teach fitness classes, like it's like legally blonde. And she's like, I'm a fake. Like I got liposuction. You don't lose tons of weight doing <laughs> yoga. I know. But, but I just thought of that correlation. But it's like, truthfully, like I wasn't expecting on sharing this. Like I knew I would at some point in time, but it's been something that I haven't been super comfortable with because I didn't want to appear, I guess, to not have it all figured out. I'm literally, I'm literally <laughs> like, I'm so proud of you. I'm over here crying. <laughs> so anyways, if you have questions about that, please reach out to me. I have a phenomenal doctor. I'm getting nothing from this. Um, <laughs> it's a phenomenal doctor here in Utah. Anyway, I've talked to a lot of people about it that, that, that know, and that have had the surgery. I know people that have known me personally that like, because I got it, they went and got it and they're so much happier now and they're healthier And so if you have questions, please let me know. 
I'm here to answer whatever questions you need. Um, I'll share that doctor. I'll share whatever I can. I don't remember like all of the things from it, like recovery wise. I remember some of it, but it's been seven years. So I don't know. I don't remember a ton, but it's the best fucking thing I've ever done in my whole entire life. (laughs) And I'm so grateful that I have it and that I was able to do it. And that like I had a partner who was willing to let me do that and be okay with it. It wasn't up to me. Well, I needed that at that time in my life. Now, like if I wanted to go get new boobs, I'd just go do it. Yeah. But like, that's actually not true. I'd talk to you about it because it's a fight like financially. I would talk about it. But okay, like, so genuinely. Yeah. Now that you've shared that. Yeah. For the first time. Ever. Like your, I don't, I mean, I think your family has speculations, but I don't think your family knows. But like, what did that do for you? How do you actually feel now? I feel relieved. What else? I feel, I, I, there's a sense of relief. There's a sense of like, oh, like I can breathe. Like I'm not hiding anything. Like literally, like I think that's like the only thing people don't know about me. Shit, I just told you I didn't have sex with you. So I'm, like my husband for two weeks, I might as well tell you I had weight loss surgery seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. I share everything else. Why can I not talk about that? There was think, so much shame around it. But it again, it's it's my. It, I think I think the reason that I I feel so passionate about all of this is that. It's exactly that. It's that like people don't talk about it. People don't share things. People don't. People don't want you to know the, the dirty laundry or the things that they're ashamed of. Who cares? And I think I finally realized that. Who cares? If you're going to judge me because I went and got weight loss surgery, truthfully, I'm sorry. Why do, you, why do you have that hate towards me or that judgment towards me? It doesn't affect you at all. I love that this is happening. <laughs> it literally has been like a, the biggest leap for you because in all reality, this is authenticity. And exactly what you just said is the opinions of other people are what is bringing us down actually. Yeah. And that's why I want you to literally like pat yourself on the back, reward yourself, how feel everything you're feeling right now, because what you did was just accept your truth for yourself. Right. Yeah. And it didn't matter what anybody else thought and you were able to share it and let it out. You literally just said like, like you just took a big breath. I wish you guys would were here because she just took a big breath and literally just released it. And like every like weight of the world, right? Air quotes yeah. came off your shoulders. It's funny because I did that very impulsively. Yeah. I wasn't planning on it. I didn't tell you. I didn't, I didn't even know. I mean, that's why I said like, oh shit, I wasn't planning on sharing this. I feel very like prompted to share it. Mm-hmm. Just because. That's literally the only way to live. But I, I mean, but, but even, even now sharing it and like feeling very relieved and like, ex- I mean like, and, and kind of like, oh, there is still, there's still a lot of fear behind it too, where I'm like, oh, we're going to push end on this episode. We're going to launch, like we're going to release it. But and that's like, why I want you to feel how you feel right now, because yeah, the scary stuff comes, right? Yeah. But when the scary stuff does come, you can come right back to the feeling that you have right now 
and none of it matters. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because you know that you needed that for you. Right? Yeah. And well, I know it's just something that I don't want to I don't want to hide. I have two daughters. Yeah. Mhm. And we've talked about that a lot. Where oops, where it's like what am I going to say to them? Yeah. Like and even Bodie and Cal, like the like Bodie's old enough now he's realized it and he understands. Mhm. And I've been very honest like I've never once said to them like but Reese is four and she's like kind of a loose cannon and she knows and she's known since day <laughs> one because I refuse to lie to her about that. Yeah. And my response to her is if one day you get to the point where I was at and you want to do it, I will be right there. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. I, and, I think and, you're right though. I think that there's so much shame around the actual topic of like weight loss surgery but in all reality, outsider's perspective, on my perspective, right? In all reality, how is that different, honestly, than buying the diet plan, right? Or anything like that, where it's just like everybody's goal is to end up losing weight. How they get there, if they feel good about it, if it's something for them, what does it matter at what it is? Totally. Right? And so, yeah, outside perspective, like I'm so happy, genuinely, even as your husband, or for anybody else that has done this for themselves, that that you did what you did for you. Yeah. Right? Well, because, it's the first, I think it's the first time I ever did anything for me. Yeah. Because, and that that's like such a good goal if somebody wants to put a goal for this year, is like live for you. Fuck what everybody else thinks or, or does or doesn't do or what they think you should be doing. No, screw that. Just do you. Um, I'm so proud of you. Like right now in this moment, I'm so damn proud of you well, for being able to share that. And I know how hard it is to have something that you think is a secret and to, but I also know how relieving it is to let it go. Yeah. Right. Yes. So guys, we it. have a, I'm so glad that you feel good about it. That's amazing. <laughs> we'll right? see how I feel on like Wednesday. No. I don't know. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I would love, like if people have questions for Lauren, please reach out to us. Um, yeah, it's just really cool that we can have these conversations as a couple and that we can actually share with other people as well. Also, I'm going to say it's really cool that we have a platform that we have you guys that listen, Mm -hmm. that we're able to share the things that we're really passionate about and that like we feel so called to share regardless of even though Matt knew that about me, mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel like it was like our last episode. Like we just felt so at most episodes, we just feel so called to talk about something, even if it's for one person, like, yeah, like I'll never get over the DMS and the messages and like the, you guys reaching out to us, um, letting us know that like what we talked about resonated or that you felt seen or heard or accepted or, whatever that is, because like that, that's the goal of this is to be those right. people for you. Um, because you guys help us feel the exact same way. And it's very, very, very like reciprocated both ways. And like, I, I will never ever get over those, those DMS and those messages. I save every single one of them. I screenshot every single one of them because I just like, I love you guys. And I'm, I'm so grateful that you're just like here listening to this. And I hope I can be that person that you need in the time when you need it. Absolutely. So we have a lot of fun things rolling out. 
for 2024. <laughs> yeah, we made a lot of goals ourselves. Um, a lot of things that we want to do for for our little business. Um, and so we're excited, but we also want you guys to, if you have those goals, guys, go get them. Um, don't worry about what other people think. Just go do you, do what you want to do with Ex- your life. Explore yourself. Don't Why, try to fix yourself. Exactly. Why would you ever let anybody else tell you what to do in this life? It's yours. I love that.